Chapter 72 of Summa Contra Gentiles, First Book on God, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 72 That in God There Is Will. After discussing the matters concerning the knowledge of the divine intellect, it remains for us to consider the divine will. For from the fact that there is intelligence in God, it follows that in him there is will. Because, since the good understood is the proper object of the will, it follows that the good understood, as such, is willed. Now, understood indicates a reference to one who understands. It follows, therefore, of necessity that one who understands good, as such, has a will. Now God understands good, for since he is perfectly intelligent, as shown above, he understands being simultaneously with the notion of good. Therefore in him there is will. Again, whatever has a form is thereby related to things actually existing. Thus white timber, by its whiteness, is like some things and unlike others. Now, in intelligent and sentient subjects, there is the form of the thing understood and sensed, because all knowledge is through some likeness. Therefore, there must be a relation in the intelligent or sentient subject to the things understood or sensed, according as the latter actually exist. Now this is not due to the fact that they understand or sense, because in this respect, rather, is there a relation in things to the intelligent or sentient subject, since intelligence and sensation depend on things being in the intellect and sense, according to the respective modes of each. But the sentient and the intelligent subject have by the will and appetite a relation to things outside the mind. Wherefore every sentient and intelligent subject has an appetite and will, although properly speaking, will is in an intellect. Since then God is intelligent, it follows that he has a will. Moreover, that which is consequent upon every being belongs to being as such, and a thing of this kind must needs be found especially in that which is the first being. Now, it is competent to every being to desire its own perfection and the preservation of its being. And to each one this is competent according to its mode, to intelligent beings by will, to animals by sensitive appetite, to those that are devoid of sense by natural appetite, to those, however, who have it otherwise than to those who have it not. For those who have it not, by the appetitive power of their genus, tend with desire to acquire what is lacking to them, whereas those who have it are at rest therein. Wherefore, this cannot be lacking to the first being, which is God. Since then he is intelligent, there is will in him whereby his being and his goodness are pleasing to him. 
again the more perfect the act of understanding is the more delightful is it to the one who understands now god understands and his act of understanding is most perfect as was proved above therefore to understand is to him most delightful but intellectual delight is by the will even as sensitive delight is by the appetite of concupiscence therefore there is will in god further a form considered by the intellect neither moves nor causes anything except through the medium of the will whose object is an end and a good by which one is moved to act wherefore the speculative intellect does not move nor does the soul imagination without the estimative power now the form of the divine intellect is the cause of being and movement and other things for god moves things by his intellect as we shall prove further on therefore it follows that he has a will again the first of motive powers in intelligent beings is the will because the will applies every power to its act for we understand because we will we imagine because we will and so forth and the will has this because its object is the end although the intellect not by way of efficient and moving cause but by way of final cause moves the will by putting its object before it which object is the end therefore it is especially fitting that the first mover should have a will further the free is that which is its own cause and so the free has the aspect of that which is of itself now liberty of action is seated primarily in the will for in so far as one acts voluntarily one is said to perform any action whatever freely therefore it is especially fitting that the first agent should act by will since to him it is most competent to act of himself moreover the end and the agent intending the end are always of the same order in things wherefore the proximate end which is proportionate to the agent is of the same species as the agent in works both of nature and of art for the form of the art whereby the craftsman works is the species of the form that is in matter and is the end of the craftsman and the form of the generating fire whereby the fire acts is of the same species as the form of the fire generated which form is the end of the generation now nothing is coordinate with god as though it were of the same order except god himself otherwise there would be several first beings and we have shown the contrary to be the case he is therefore the first agent intending an end which is himself therefore he not only is a desirable end but also desires himself so to speak as an end and since he is intelligent he desires himself by intellectual appetite and this is will 
therefore in god there is will holy writ bears witness to this will of god for it is said in the psalm whatsoever the lord willed he hath done and in romans nine nineteen who resisteth his will end of chapter seventy two read by michael shane craig lambert l c